Thank you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning as we continue through the book of 1 Samuel, we're going to be looking at 1 Samuel chapter number 6. Now in 1 Samuel chapter 4, the Philistines and the Israelites were in a battle, and the Israelites kind of got sort of arrogant, and they brought the Ark of the Covenant into battle, thinking that God would just wipe away the Philistines, and they really didn't honor God like he should have been honored, so God allowed the Philistines to defeat Israel and steal the ark and take it back to their homeland. But while they were there, God judged them as well. They, they put the ark in one of their temples, a temple of a god named Dagon. The next day they came in and Dagon had fallen over. Uh, he was bowing before the Lord, so they put him back up. The next day he, they came in and he had fallen over again, but all of his limbs and his nose had broken off. And so they, they kind of remove him from the temple, and then God sends rats to infest Phil, uh, the Philistines, and he sends uh, tumors to them. Um, really, he sends hemorrhoids to all the men to punish them and judge them for their stealing the ark and mistreating the holiness of God. So the Philistines decide they're going to send the ark right back to Israel. They uh, put it on a, a cart. They put two new calves, uh, two new cows who have never led a cart to pull the cart, they, as a sacrifice, they put five golden mice and five golden tumors uh, with the ark as a sacrifice to God, and they send it on its way. And God leads the cows back to Israel. And when it gives to Israel, the people see it, they rejoice, they run out, they offer sacrifices to God, they sacrifice the cows, they uh, burn up the golden mice and golden tumors as a sacrifice to God. But God's still upset with Israel for their treatment of his holiness, and he smites the people of Bethsaida, and 70 men die. And after that point, the men of the city, they, they act the same way as the Philistines do. They're like, we've got to get rid of the ark. Uh, the presence of God is too powerful. And look what they say in verse 21. Uh, and the men of Bethsaida said, Who is able to stand before this holy Lord God, and to whom shall he go up from us? So they ask a question that's a, a, an important question for all of us to ask. Who's able to stand before a holy God? And the answer is simple, nobody. It reminds me of when Isaiah had his image of God in his, his prophecy, Isaiah chapter 6. He sees God high and lifted up, and he, he immediately humbles himself, and he thinks he's going to be destroyed just by being in the presence of, of holiness, and he he God purifies him with the with the burning coals from the burning altar. But Isaiah says, "Woe is me! I'm undone. Who can stand before this holy God?" And that's an important question for all of us to ask. And the answer is none of us, without the blood of Jesus Christ on our account. See, that's what the the message gives us today. In our own righteousness, we cannot stand before God. In our own holiness. We cannot stand before God. We will be destroyed by His righteous judgment. But when we accept Christ and His death, burial, and resurrection as payment for our sins, when God looks at us, He doesn't see our sinfulness. He doesn't see our righteousness. He sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. See, the Bible says that Jesus took our sin and gave us His holiness. So we stand before God as holy as Jesus Christ, but it has nothing to do with us. 
It has to do with the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That's another thing this chapter tells us. For us to be able to stand before God, it takes sacrifice. The Philistines had to sacrifice by giving up the gold to make the golden mice and to make the golden tumors. Israel had to sacrifice. They sacrificed those cows. They sacrificed the gold that was sent to them to kind of ask forgiveness for God. And they still suffered because of it. That tells us that when we stand before God with Jesus' blood on our, on our account, we are righteous, but we still have to humble ourselves when we sin because we're still going to sin. We're still going to fall short of God's glory. So when we sin, we need to sacrifice to God. Now, we don't sacrifice like they did in the Old Testament. We don't offer animals. Our sacrifice is we humble ourselves before God. We confess our sin before God, and we repent and forsake that sin. And the forsaking of that sin is a sacrifice. It is giving up something that we have done or that we do that we enjoy but is against the holiness and the righteousness and the law of God. We are giving that up for God. We are sacrificing our desires for His will. None of us can stand before holy God without the blood of Jesus Christ on our account. And even with the blood on his, of Jesus on our account, we can't stand before God with sin in our life. We have to sacrifice, confess it, forsake it, get cleansing and forgiveness for it. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be back here uh, Monday as we continue through the book of 1 Samuel. Hope everyone has a great weekend worshiping the risen Savior with your church family. Have a blessed day.